Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast where here on Loose Units, I talk with Dad about all kinds of random stuff each week. In between all of the truly traumatic true crime, a lot of alliteration there, my apologies. I'm Paul, that's John, and Dad, what have you been up to uh, over the past couple of days? You know I don't like to talk about myself, don't you? <laughs> it's not true at all, but it's I know. Sorry, but look, just before we start, can I just say that this morning, yeah, I set a, a, a new, I won't say it's a world record, because that would be silly to say that, but I did set a personal best. Do you remember how at school you'd be sort of, you do a race or... I don't know, you do something sporting or maybe even academic and you're always aiming to better your personal best. Yes, yes. So, so I, I, I set a personal best breath-holding record today for me. How long? How five long? And a, five and a half minutes. Five and a half minutes, okay. And and to be to be frank, even though my name is John, um, <laughs> I, love, I love that little gag, um, it, that's that's pretty hardcore. I think the listeners will concur that five and a half is pretty cool. Now, mm-hmm. that aside, <clears throat> um, when I was living in Armadale, there are a couple of things I remember. I remember where I was as a three-year-old when I heard JFK had been shot. I remember where I was when Neil Armstrong... Landed on the moon. Yes. And I also remember uh-huh. vividly watching a show in black and white on my parents' pie pedigree TV. Google it. And my favourite show as a young... And I'm talking I would have been maybe six was Doctor Who. And the first thing about Doctor Who aside from having watched the first Doctor Who, yeah. because there have been many... Um, I mean, he's, he's continually being reborn, um, a term that would not have been used back then, but perhaps today would be rebooted. And the music is haunting. It's, it's ethereal. It, it affects you. And... I've been listening to that music and watched Doctor Who on and off for almost 60 years. That sounds fucking wacky to say that. That's a big number. Yeah. And I know a person who's closely related to me. 
I see where you're going. Closely related. Yeah. Um, his name... Well, before I tell the listeners his name, he wrote a two-part radio play for Doctor Who that was performed. It's just been released. And it, it doesn't seem real, Paul, because this particular person that I'm talking about is actually on the other end of this microphone. Yeah, it's me. It's you. <laughs> it's like the nicest. It's like the nicest. That's it's, very, very, very sweet. I really appreciate it. It's Paul that. Verhoeven. Mm. Paul F. Verhoeven. Yeah. Um, and two nights ago, Christine and I, uh, we downloaded the material from the BBC and we sat. We got comfortable. We focused, and then the music starts. I mean, just to hear that music. And, Paul, what you've written um, is based on a... uh, Do you mind if I talk a little bit about the premise? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Well, just quickly. So, uh, I mentioned this before, but Big Finish do all of the like proper full cast canon uh, Doctor Who stories with all the different Doctors. So they've had, you know, Tom Baker, David Tennant, Christopher Eccleston, Colin Baker, all of them. Um, and this is a story about the second Doctor. So the second Doctor is the guy with the sort of bowl cut and he played the recorder and he was like literally one of the black and white era Doctors. And he one of his companions was a guy called uh, Jamie McCrimmon who was this young sort of angry Scotsman who he kind of kidnapped from a different time period. And this story is a full cast, actual, legit, in-universe Doctor Who story released by Big Finish. And they've got Jamie back together with the second Doctor. And it's um, it's kind of loosely based on, I would say, Rear Window, which is the Hitchcock film. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah the premise, the, <clears throat> it's a very famous premise and it's a very mm. brilliant idea. And it's based on a person that is incapacitated, perhaps in a wheelchair, that is... At their window, and they look across. And who hasn't done this? I mean, from our kitchen window here, I, I'm i not saying that I'm a voyeur, but, you know, it's interesting. At night time, just you look out your window and you see people having dinner parties or, yeah, whatever. So <clears throat> we, talk about, we talk about the, um, you know... With your noisy neighbours and stuff, sometimes you just can't help but, you know... It's weird. It's it's quite surreal, Paul, because, again, these uh, podcasts on... uh, Well, they come out Friday mornings. Mm -hmm. They... I mean, they're unscripted, of course, but they're they're, they're sort of... There's a degree of um, one being sort of, may I say, impromptu... And how many people... I mean, what would people do if they were sitting at their window, which is the premise for your your Doctor Who two-parter, yeah. what would they do if they saw a crime being committed? Now, in your story, without giving anything away, mm. um, it's one of those situations where the person that witnesses a crime cannot just pick up a telephone and dial 911 or triple zero. 
That's not how it works because it's happening in an, some extraordinary, you know, yeah. sort of parallel you know, universe. Um, it, the, your your whole story is riveting. It's intense. It's stimulating, and I think it's it follows the genre of podcasting whereby you're listening to people, and I think it's a really lovely thing to do as opposed to I mean I'm not going to say God don't watch you know great great shows because Christine mm. and I are up to season six of in fact tonight we start season six episode one of um the famous um. Wait, the X Files? The X Files. Oh, you got to watch the film. No, we've already done that. Wait, you did. When did you do the film? At the end of five. I think we may have may have made a bit of a mistake when like, we watched the t- film I, because someone had, like, was already, had already. Someone was. We'd witnessed this person being killed, and then they were alive in the movie, which was a bit <clears throat> a bit weird. But that's that's our that's our, our minor mistake. But um, look, Paul, you know, here am I talking about. I spent the six incredible. months pre- prepping you for when to watch this film and you've gone and watched it at the wrong time. Yeah, we, yeah. that's but okay. To err is human. But Paul, <laughs> yeah. the thing is that it's very, very stimulating to mm-hmm. listen. Like people love radio plays. And I used to listen to radio plays when I was living in the country because there was nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And I'd come home from school, listen to a show on the ABC called The Argonauts, which was a children's show. But... When you just, as a young kid, lie on a lounge and just close your eyes and you create, and everyone knows this and I'm stating the bleeding obvious, but in everyone's mind you, we create the character insofar as we create our own image of how we perceive. And that's why people that read books, um, I'm an avid fan of Dirk Pitt, written by Clive Cussler, written probably 20 books. And then I was really... Because I'd sort of developed this character in my mind, then when you sometimes go to a movie, not all the time. Wait, you mean when they cast McConaughey as Dirk Pitt and you're like, nope, I, yeah, I get that. You know, it's just because we all have our expectations. But So when Christine and I are sitting opposite each other listening to your radio play, mm-hmm. this incredible two-part story about um, one of the Doctor's extraordinary and unique adventures that is just incredibly well written it's a huge production you, you you're aware that everyone listening to it is in their minds creating a different type of how they visualize and see the characters because they're not sort of spelt out you haven't you're not at the movies it's all happening mm-hmm. in your mind that's exciting and then as a real bonus that Christine and I did not expect which was a, like a double whammy that night we then got to listen afterwards to 10 minutes of the actors, all, you know, directors, producers, the, the, the inner sanctum, the hardcore, the, the, the stars to a degree, sort of who brought your story into life, uh-huh. basically talking about how they handled and felt about your script. And it was Pretty just nuts. bloody exciting. So that was, may that I was commend nuts. that to our listeners? Um, and I, and I'm, I, look, it's really good. Uh, you're really, clearly, I, clearly, you know, a very talented writer. And then, and the the talent then seems to, not weirdly, but we have another relative in our family. This mm. is a person that um, you know we know, uh, who is related by blood. 
And this particular person has written a a movie. This was the- actually... Yeah, so... That's a really good segue, actually. So, uh, a couple of years back, listeners, you will have listened to something called Red Hot Australian Christmas, which was my wife, Tegan, uh, Tegan Higginbotham's Christmas play set in Gippsland during the uh, the fires, right? So, you will have listened to it. We actually replayed it. We've, uh, Dad was in it as the Premier of Victoria. I was in it as the character Matthew. It became a really big part of the Loose Unit story because... We also uh, dealt with lots of issues like suicide and loneliness and bushfire prevention. And we had, we interacted with uh, Beyond Blue and we had, it it became a really big deal and it became sort of a Christmas tradition on the show. So a couple of days ago, Tegan dropped the announcement on her socials that the upcoming Stan original Christmas film this year is a movie based on Red Hot Australian Christmas. So, Dad, it's not called Red Hot Australian Christmas anymore. But what I will do is I will read the official statement from Stan Australia about the film, okay? Mm. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Stan continues its slate of homegrown Christmas films with the brand new Stan original film, Jones Family Christmas. Currently filming in regional Victoria and starring Heather Mitchell and Ella Scott Lynch, the Stan original film will premiere on Stan this holiday season. I can't believe this. The film is directed by Steph Smith, It's Fine, I'm Fine, written by Tegan Higginbotham, This is Littleton, and produced by Richard Kelly and John Malloy at the Two Johns Productions with major investment from Vic Screen. So, 
Jones Family Christmas. So the family in the film are the Joneses, and Heather Jones is the matriarch of the family. I played Matthew, who was the kind of son-in-law who came across from England. I've been to the set, I've met the cast, I know a lot of stuff about the production, which is incredible. Tegan's, she's a genius, so her... I'm so proud of her. So basically, it started on the page and then it was released here as a full cast radio play which we did during lockdown and all of you played such a pivotal role in supporting this show and now it's now it's becoming a movie which is really exciting so in the same week I had a official Doctor Who full cast story come out as part of the Doctor Who universe and Tegan gets to announce her first feature and it's all it's all inextricably linked to Loose Units and it's all so tied in and God willing, we'll get a third announcement sometime soon. Wink, wink. Can't mm. say anything else about that. But Dad and I would very much like to uh, do an episode where we talk to the cast and crew mm. of uh, Jones Family Christmas. So yes. keep your ears peeled for that. Yes, and I would also like to particularly focus... Um, I'd like to have a good chat, you know, with Tegan because... Um, yeah. You know, without giving anything at all away, she plays mm-hmm. a very interesting character. Let's just leave it at that. That's just um, yes, yes. Yeah. We'll, uh, so yeah. now, what else is happening? Um, oh, something. yes. So, uh, Dad, there was an article in the Guardian which I thought might be pertinent to you, and I wanted to run by you. So, this was um, this was actually brought to my attention a couple of weeks back, but we didn't get to talk about it because of uh, you know all the stuff that's been going on. And it is obviously not. This is not a fun topic, but it is something I wanted to know if if, um, if you knew anything about this. Australian art dealer Tim Klingender found dead in Sydney Harbour following boating accident. The Australian art world is in shock after the body of art dealer Tim Klingender was recovered from waters off Sydney's Watson's Bay on Thursday morning. New South Wales Police's Marine Area Command found a man's body floating among debris at around 10.20am on Thursday following what is believed to be a boating accident. Paul Eyre and a rescue squad are continuing to scour the area for a second man, 51-year-old IT entrepreneur Andrew Finlay, who they believe was also on the vessel. New South Wales police are asking anyone who saw a brig 7.8-metre inflatable boat with a centre console in or near the water around Watson's Bay on Thursday to come forward. Uh, now, this art dealer dealt primarily, I believe, in First Nations art, um, was involved at Sotheby's, was... And then Tegan, see, Tegan raised this with me. She said, do you think uh, John and Christine would know anything about uh, this guy? And obviously, this is two weeks ago, so the story has unfolded in a very tragic manner. But Dad, I wanted to ask you, did you know this guy? Mm. Christine and I knew Tim extremely well. Um, In fact, a beautiful, lovely uh, lady whose name is Francesca, she is the head of art at Bonhams mm-hmm. and she worked closely uh, with Tim and I know that she and the staff at Bonhams were devastated. I had a lot of dealings with Tim. He was uh, he was very stylish, <clears throat> at least in, in my eyes. He, um, he always dressed immaculately, very knowledgeable, was regarded in the art world in terms of the indigenous art. I mean, look at his role, um, you know, ending up in New York at Sotheby's. He was a world expert, well-connected, and was always incredibly helpful. Now, mm. that boat that you've described, it's a, that's a serious uh, boat, and it's not unlike some of the ones that they use on Sydney Harbour, where they deck them out with multiple seats, 
and they have those thrill rides um, because they're very light. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, the um, you know the uh, I can speak, I guess, fairly objectively because I've spent a lot of time on the ocean in a lot of boats, and that particular type of boat is very susceptible to to you know the swell of the day yeah and the information that uh, i've heard is that it was an accident and they uh, the boat hit uh, rocks yeah and in doing so that um you know would have created a situation where both both the men uh, were flung out of the boats and on the balance of probabilities uh, you would then you know sustain some type of inju- injury that would um, render you unconscious mm. it's a shitty place for this to happen even if you even if you <clears throat> were not knocked out you are in a precarious location and interestingly enough this location is close to where a case that you and I followed about the woman uh, and then the, the foot found. Oh, my found God. It's the same area. Okay, I didn't okay. realise it was that. Okay. It's exactly that same area. It is a notoriously dangerous piece of East Australian coastline. Yeah. Problem is, I've done... And I've, I've actually... I've done the Bondi to Watson's Bay swim. I have... I have actually passed... In fact, I could say that I swam on at least, well, a number of occasions, I would have been swimming exactly where this double fatality occurred. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm talking within metres of where this occurred. I know the terrain. The problem is when you're doing a swim, you have a, a crew that look after you. They feed you, they monitor you, and if something happens, they can get you onto a... Um, one of these boats, and they can sort of take you into the harbour where it's safe. But imagine having a a relatively, you know, catastrophic injury. Then you're going to be rendered unconscious, and you are um, going to drown. Yeah. But even if you, for example, broke an arm or a leg, and it was that you know, with they're seriously painful injuries, and but they're not life threatening. But in this situation, there's nowhere to come ashore, and they weren't wearing life vests. Um, but these things will come out later in the inquiry. But it's a tragedy. Um, and young, you know, people in their I'm 50s. Really, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not bringing this up, really. I just... We were just curious as to whether you actually knew him and what he was like. And yeah. I'm really... I'm, I, I'm very sorry to him and his family. This is a really a terrible time for them, so... yeah. But I guess, um, look, you know, one thing that's that, that I can say that does come out of these situations when you're out on boats is, is, you know, wear a vest. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. it's they're not there for, you know, they 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 can help. Um, I don't know the exact circumstances of, you know, and and maybe no one ever will. But yeah. it's it's a tragedy, um, and you know the the ocean is a um, it's a beautiful thing to look at, but you have to really. You know, you've got to um, got to be careful out there, don't you? Okay, Paul, so on Monday morning, actually Monday afternoon, I got a text message. 
out of the blue. I'm going to read the text message. Hello, I hope you're well. The day has come for my exit from the New South Wales Police Force after 42 and a half years. Assistant Commissioner Mark Walton is hosting afternoon tea and a march out for me. At the conclusion of the march out, I'll be celebrating with a drink at a local establishment to be advised. It would be great if you could help me celebrate the day for all or part of it, but completely understand if you are too busy or it's too difficult for you. If you aren't able to make it on the 16th, please know that you have played an important part in my police service and I really appreciate your personal and professional support, advice and friendship. Hope to see you. Thanks, Caroline. Now, listeners, Caroline, I mean, incredibly high-ranking, wonderful police officer. She started at North Sydney Police Station and she looked up and this is, I'm not, there's no bullshit. I'm not sort of crapping on here. And I mean this really sincerely. Caroline looked up to a particular police officer in the New South Wales Police Force. She drew strength from her and she basically modelled her, the way she was going to, you know, carry out this incredible vocation. She observed a particular police officer at North Sydney that was in the very first group of females, in the very first class of females, to do general duties in the New South Wales Police Force, ever. And Paul, Caroline, drew inspiration and admiration from your mother, Christine. And that's a fact. And Christine and I have been invited to this. You know, I mean, I just can't imagine what it must be like to be a a serving police officer to get a sort of this level of of, of gratefulness, you know, sort yeah. of set out by the police. And I have never been to the Sydney Police Centre. It's this sort of um, modernist, uh, brutalist, concrete edifice in Sydney and Surrey Hills. Because I used to work opposite when I was in forensics, you know, VKG all those sort of sections were all across the road in a building that's now apartments and I used to look at this this building and I feel that it's going to be pretty emotional I think it's going to be absolutely it's going to be bizarre for me to yeah to stand there with Christine and watch this this you know event uh, unfold and I look forward to uh, reporting back uh, but it's a privilege and an honour to be invited and I just thought I'd share that with our listeners. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. I'm always curious as to when you... There are very, very few moments where you actually interact with the locations and people from that part of your life. I Obviously, we talk about your time in the police all the time, but you rarely actually go there and spend time around those people. So I'm please do report back to myself and the listeners as to how it goes. Everyone, it's just occurred to me that even if you were interested in listening to my Big Finish story, which is part of the box set, James Robert McCrimmon, uh, it might be a little difficult for you to do so. All you need to do is go to bigfinish.com and have a look there, or head to our Facebook discussion group where I've posted a link to where you can grab the box set, and my story is the second out of the three stories in there. Um, I'd really appreciate your support. Tegan would really love you to tune in this Christmas and watch her Christmas movie, Jones Family Christmas. Oh my God, she's making a movie. 
She's literally on set today, which is incredible. And uh, yeah, uh, Dad, please keep us updated on how this, how that goes. But in the meantime, everyone, oh, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with all of you yet again. Next week, we're going to be back and we're going to keep looking at the Long Island serial killer case, which is frankly, it's really upsetting. So it's really nice to have loose ends to kind of take the edge off. In the meantime, everybody, please do us a favor and relax as much as you can this weekend because we get the feeling next week is going to be a real big one for you. God, it sounds like a threatening horoscope. But have a great weekend. I'm Paul, that's John, and we will see you very, very soon for more Loose Units. Bye, everyone. Cheerio. Did you say bye again? <clears throat> Cheerio. <laughs> this message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.